0: since you've been diagnosed with breast cancer have you looked at yourself in the mirror and said why did this happen to me well you're not alone i did too but this is a time when you're given two choices one you let those four nasty words that you've been told you have breast cancer stop us from living. Or two, we can take what we've been given to us and use it as fuel on our path to healing, growth, self-discovery, and to bring out the best of us and become the hero of our journey while we get to inspire others to do the same. Join my inspiring guests and me on our mission to help women just like you with what we discovered on our hero's journey through breast cancer. This is a place where we share all the tools and knowledge we've learned to develop the courage, resilience, mindset, and self-love needed to start living your full life like you might never have done before. I am Grace DeAngeli, and I welcome you to Breast Cancer Heroes Journey Podcast. Welcome home. welcome everyone welcome to today's podcast uh, i am extremely honored to be speaking to alison armstrong now i was introduced to alison armstrong's book While I was doing one of my mentors, um, events, which is date with destiny. It was mentioned there. And I remember writing Mm. it down in my book and saying, I must buy these books. Um, Alison has worked and studied men for such a long time. Just not, not just men, but men and women, um, So what she wanted to do is find out how we bring the worst out of them, but hopefully also how to bring the best out of them, especially for men and, you know, truly understanding them. And the reason why I wanted to have Alison is because I think it touches a core when it comes to women going through their journey with breast cancer and how they can deal with their partners uh, throughout that. So having said that, and we'll touch so much more, welcome Alison Armstrong. Thank you for being here.
1: Thank you. I'm really happy to be here. Thank you. And so more like, we can empower men... Yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Well, I just... I love the title of what you're doing, right? Breast Cancer Heroes Journey.
0: Yeah.
1: And... Oh, my gosh. I, I'm trying to think, is there anything more painful? Well, I, they're definitely... Are more painful, but not very close to painful for men to have a woman in their life be dealing with breast cancer. It's so hard on them because they care so much and don't know how to express it. So I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you. Thank you. And like
0: I was saying, I actually got introduced. I got both your books. You can see I've got like, you can tell I've read them. <laughs> Um mark them and everything. Um, but like I said, our mentor happened to Tony Robbins. He in Date with Destiny, one of his events, I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. He does go through a relationship day and he talks about it. yes, which is fantastic. I love, I love Tony. Um, and so he talked about it, and I thought, oh, what is this book about? And I remember the first book I picked up, which is this one, The Keys of the Kingdom. And I remember thinking to myself, "Oh, I get it now. It's like the penny drops." <laughs> um, and <laughs> yeah, and, and and one of the things I wrote here because I just wrote some some notes is, in one of the chapters, your it tells your your character says that um, to let her husband know what she's learning, and that's the first thing I did. I went and told my husband, "Guess what I'm reading." And in actual fact, my husband uses this book now when he does his life coaching with his uh, clients, he uses it to understand where men are. So, you know, touching all of that. Yeah. Like I said, it's, it's, it was just an eye opener, but in such a way that you understand. Um, So. What it is, is I wanted to start with that because we talk about women going through breast cancer and just to sort of get you, uh, just give you a little information. I went through breast cancer myself, but I'm, when I say the lucky ones, my husband started already doing work on himself. I started doing work on myself and we came together on a different path. Having said that, prior to that, I never um, was a, you know, one of the women that just put men down. I was more one of the women that I would never say anything to my husband. I was sort of behind him, you know, not walking beside him. And Mm -hmm. I never truly understand that um, until, you know, unfortunately fortunately the way you want to see it breast cancer comes into my life and I'm like oh, I've got to step up and I've got to understand he's got to understand me and I've got to understand him and the reason I wanted you on my show is because and and I would love and i the whole floor's yours but I would say it because we hear of a lot of men who go who say you know oh she's just shutting me out you know, she doesn't want anything to do with me. The women are in, they're becoming into their masculine, which I get it because you're trying to protect yourself. You're trying to have courage because you're going through this journey, but how can someone, how can a partnership work? Having said that where the woman can understand where the man's coming from and the man can understand where the woman's coming from in her journey.
1: Oh boy, um, can we go? Can we go to what I think is the very beginning? Absolutely, where the struggles occur. Okay, so since writing the Queen's Code, which was a book that took me fifteen years to figure out how to write it, yep, and and then when I just like he's the kingdom. When I sat down to write it, I didn't get to write it. <laughs> wow. Just to be clear, a screen opened up, a movie started playing. I typed as fast as I could. Wow. And he's the kingdom, right? Keys the kingdom is, is really the prequel for, to the queen's code. Yeah. I always knew I was going to write the queen's code, but I couldn't write it yet. I didn't know how yet. So I wrote keys, the kingdom. And Keys of the Kingdom, as you know, has four characters yep. that then in the Queen's Code become eight characters, right? There's four more added. And, and they all just had their own personalities. They add their own ways of talking, like Mike thinking he's a cowboy. Yeah. You know, he was always <laughs> yes. talking in his, his own self like he's a cowboy. Like, oh, I love that Philly, filly, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right? I did not make this up. This is just who he is, right? Yeah. And um, it it just so as those stories, and it it's it's so much easier for people to learn through a story, right? Mm-hmm. Where the shoe fits, you can wear it. You're not on the hot seat, right? Or I'm no good at self-help books. I have one nonfiction <laughs> book called "Making Sense of Man, which is well worth reading, but it, aye, aye, aye. I I think it's better to not. so much in people's faces yeah so everything i'm about to tell you is not in keys of the kingdom or in the queen's code Mm -hmm. because it's all the way that my work has evolved since those were written and they're completely valid there's nothing i've learned since that invalidates those books but this is the thing one way to look at human beings is that we have two different nervous systems Mm -hmm. Right? We have a sympathetic nervous system and a parasympathetic nervous system. They actually are rooted in different parts of our brains, right? The lizard brain they call, <laughs> they call it, right? Yeah. And then there's the prefrontal cortex. Yeah. Right. So you could think of it as instinct and consciousness. You could think of it as human animal and human spirit. Um, we do know that this brain, the lizard brain, is always at least a split second in front of the conscious decision maker. So this is why we have impulses. We have these impulses. Those come from instinct. We feel like we're literally compelled to do something. And understanding those impulses and where they come from and being able to notice them but not let them act for us becomes critical in every area of life. And in the heightened state of dealing with a threat within, right? Breast cancer is tricky. Mm. It's a threat within your own body and a very precious part of our bodies that women have a lot of identity tied up in it, right? Mm. And, And so to understand instinct, if you think of Say I'm gonna say this. So if so, if you think of it like this, so there's human instinct and there's human spirit, right? So there's impulse, compulsion, driven by tension, driven by the perception of a threat or an opportunity, and then there's human spirit, which is conscious choice and based on our values and is beautiful. All the beauty happens over here. Mm. And in between, meaning it applies to both, is a hierarchy that I was able to identify. And the hierarchy is procreate, then protect, then provide. And the then is very important. So, for example, procreate, which obviously includes sex drive, but it's also the drive to build anything. Mm-hmm. To build a family, to build a business, to build a legacy, all building, right? Exists in the domain of procreate and it trumps, it absolutely trumps. Wow. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is then protect. So every species on the planet risks its life to have sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to <laughs> teach human beings safe sex, right? Yes. Because we will, we're reckless because procreate trumps protect. Mm. Do you see it?
0: Yes, I do. This
1: is, yeah, this is why um, entrepreneurs and not entrepreneurs can have a lot of trouble because the entrepreneur will gamble everything to create, including what their partner is trying to protect, (laughs) like the retirement fund or the rent, right? So- (laughs) huge conflict speaking because yeah. to the to the to the entrepreneur betting everything on it makes absolute sense
0: yeah
1: right yeah. to the not entrepreneur who's protect protecting life as we know it it's insane mm-hmm. what they're doing right yeah. it's reckless it's ridiculous you must not love us if you're going <laughs> to do that no it doesn't mean that <laughs> so procreate trumps protect And then protect, trumps, provide. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, protect, trumps, provide. So this plays out in so many ways. Most, almost all men and women, when they're not high on procreate energy, right? Procreate energy is a very intense vibration, right? There's a lot of excitement in it. There's a lot of awakeness in it mm-hmm. and then protect energies the opposite. It's like leg.
0: We'll <laughs> the two you. opposite yeah. energies protect, yeah.
1: right? Mm. And we, we have a program on our website called Empowered Parenting, which <laughs> looks at parenting through these instincts and how we make a baby, which is this very high excitement, joyful energy. And then as soon as the baby's born, it's all about protecting it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It completely flips, right? Yeah. And and then most people want everyone else and we even like ourselves in provide energy Mm. in give. I want to give, I want to give, I want to give. And we I want you how I want you to be about me is I want you to give and give and give. And it's a delightful state to be in. It can get really messed up Mm. because the compulsion is to give you what I think you need. That's true. I'm going to provide for you what I think you need. Mm. And there are other human instincts that suppress asking and telling Mm. Asking and telling is prohibited. Don't ask, Mm. don't tell. That's a human being. Don't ask, don't tell. Especially don't tell anything that would reveal a weakness. Don't tell anything that could be used against me. Don't ask anything that would reveal that I don't already know, right? Because then I must not love you if I don't already know what you need. So we project onto other people what they need. We make a plan for providing it. We execute the plan for providing it. And then we expect them to appreciate it.
0: (laughs) When we missed a
1: critical step. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we missed a critical (laughs) step. Um, What would have you most feel appreciated? What would have you most experienced being supported? Mm. What would be the most helpful thing to you? Right? How can I serve you? How can I make this journey easier for you? How can I be what you need me to be? What do you need me to be right so we've been asking those questions our instincts will not do that that will not happen over here that is a victory of human spirit to ask yeah right mm-hmm. and it's a victory of human spirit to tell because mm. the other thing we do right we call it choosing from the menu so instead of saying what we really need we think about well, what could they do? Yeah. Right? What yeah. could they do? What would they be willing to do? What could they afford to do? What do they have enough time to do? Yes. So we're pre-selecting what we're going to ask for based on what we think would have them say yes or no. Yeah. And so we the, the quality of information we give other people is very low. It's very low. We are. Deciding ahead what they can provide and of what they can provide, what would we want? Mm. And <laughs> when I was talking to my husband about this, oh my gosh, he just laughed. I said, when, when you say, how can I help? I think, how can he help? Mm. Like, what will he do right? What will he do my way? <laughs> That's right. Exactly. What is he saying? What is he certified in, <laughs> right? Like, you know, how can I help? Well, you're yeah. going to cut the onions, wackadoodle. doodle You're going to make a mess of this. You don't know how to do that. You, like you, yeah. couldn't, you couldn't see your way out of a can of tuna. So just, how you can help is keep the kitchen Or sit yeah. on the edge and just talk to me. Like, talk to me about pleasant things. No complaining, yeah. right? Sit there, keep me company, don't complain. Yeah. Right? So how can I help? We, we don't answer, we answer that question literally, like how can he, right? But it was great because when I finally expressed to Greg how this happens, which we, we teach in our understanding women course, he started asking a really important question. Well, what would it make a difference for you if I got certified in it? Hmm. What could I get certified in? Yes. Yes. So when you're going through something stressful, right, as Mm. breast cancer, what is it that if the people around you could do it your way, then it would be such a gift. Mm. If they could sit with you your way while you're getting your chemo, if they could make this special smoothie you got to have every morning your way so they can make it for you when you're exhausted and bring you this source of energy right before you are expected to produce everything anything Mm. in your life they could take out the trash the way you like and and when you like and when you ask and put the bag in just right and tie off the end so it doesn't fall in (laughs) there's all these things that yeah Yeah. So what if they did it your way, it would be a gift. And because they're not going to do it your way, you'd have them do nothing at all. Yeah. Shift that so that they can do something that will score a thousand points with you. Yeah. Right. Now, a good way to get at this instead of picking from the menu, we use this phrase, if I had it all my way.
0: Yes, I remember that.
1: <laughs> yes, I remember if I that. had it, it's in the Queen's code yes, if I is. had it all my way Yes yeah. right <laughs> right and And Jack asked Kimberly right yeah. if she had that's it all right. away and then he just about <laughs> fell off his chair yeah. with the Answer. <laughs> that's so true I just finished recording the audio book oh did you <laughs> I just finished recording the audio So I'm very I did yeah I did it's that coming awesome. out this summer oh that is amazing yeah I am so excited yeah summer U- U.S. but anyhow yeah. so I just northern hemisphere I don't know where you are by the way where are you I'm in Melbourne Australia where I thought you were. Okay. I thought, <laughs> yes, my summer is your winter, etc. That's right. right. You're having yeah, summer yeah. now. I've got yeah. snow outside. So oh, yeah, we're going into winter. So, yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we're coming into spring. So if I had it on my way and think mm. about that, if I had it on my way, how would I be supporting? If I had it on my way, what would have me feel safe during this time? Mm. If I had it all my way, how would he listen to me? Do you know? Yes. If I had it all my way, what would he not do? <laughs> if yeah. I had it all my way, what would he not ask me? Mm. Do you know? I, I remember yeah. being pregnant and saying to my staff, please stop asking me how I feel. Mm. I don't want to keep checking in with what's <laughs> going on in my body. <laughs> I already know. I don't want to notice (laughs) how nauseous I am. I don't want to notice how uncomfortable I am. Please don't say, how do you feel? That's not a good question. (laughs) I know what you mean. Yes. So think of the questions you'd like to be asked and the questions you'd like them to not ask. Mm. They don't know. That's right. And I learned something from men. Yeah, men don't want to ask a question that they think will make you feel bad. Mm -hmm. They don't want to make you feel bad. So they often won't ask a question like, so how you doing going through this? Mm. Because they think if we don't ask about it, then let's just have happy thoughts and talk about happy things. But then we feel so lonely. Right. And like, you know what? If you ask me what's this like for me and it's not a happy answer, you're still going to get a thousand points for caring to know me and what it's really like for me. Yeah. So even if I cry when you ask me that question, I still will love you for asking Mm. the question. Yeah. And really, I mean, they're so shocked by that. (laughs) Really? Yes. Yes. And you have to, whatever you appreciate, you will get more of. Mm -hmm. If you, if you get nothing else out of this conversation, write that Mm -hmm. down, whatever you appreciate, you'll get more of. So if you, if he asks and it brings up tears and you say, thank you for asking. (laughs) Thank you so much for asking. That means everything to me. And Mm -hmm. we have the same men play for points. They literally play for points. They're inherently competitive and they Mm -hmm. play for points. So when they provide, right? We're still in procreate, then protect, provide. When they provide for you and you let them know how many points they got, that's worth doing again. Yes. Okay. If they do something and we criticize them for having done that, they flip. Yeah. I mean, it happens in a matter of moments. They flip yeah. from provide to protect. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and worse than that, they flip to protecting themselves.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Okay, so True. the worst thing you can do, and this is the essence of frog farming, is cause a man to think he needs to protect himself from you. Now, here's the tricky thing, right? You are talking about, as the person with breast cancer, being in protect mode yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, he's in protect mode as well. He wants to know how to protect you. But if you attack him for doing things wrong, then he'll flip into protecting himself from you. Mm -hmm. And then he can't protect you and he can't provide for you. So that's why us thinking ahead of time about what really matters. What do I need? What would make the biggest difference for me? What would it look like? This is really important. You have to be able to describe it to the other person. Yes. We think they already know. Like, I mean, a famous story is me telling my husband, um, I need affection from you every night. And Greg said, you want to have sex every night? (laughs) No woman would interpret affection as sex. Yes. yes, It could include sex, but no woman would reduce it to sex. Right? Right. But that told me what affection looked like to Greg. Yes. Right? Yes. And so when he said that to me, I was like, no, that's not what I'm asking for. Affection would look like. And I named things. It would, it would look like snuggling for a few minutes mm. it would look like looking deeply into my eyes and saying i'm i'm going to bed now sweetie i love you yeah. it would look like taking me by the hand it would look like yeah. i mean i like describe all these ways it would look like and he's like, oh <laughs> right yeah. and then i asked a really important question so after you say what you need mm-hmm. and you want to say it very simply yes And then you say what it looks like. And then you say what it provides. So there's that hero language word that you Mm -hmm. know from the Queen's Code, right? What it would provide. Mm -hmm. And what I said is what it would provide for me is I would feel connected to you before you went to bed. So then I'd wake up in the morning when you're already gone to work, feeling connected to you and in love with you. Mm. And that would take me into my day. Well, when I told him that, it became totally worth doing. Yeah. Which is part of how men are built. They can only do what's worth doing. Mm. And it's got to make a big difference to be worth doing. Women can do things that might work. <laughs> yeah. Men have to do things that they think are going to work exactly. and it's going to make a huge difference, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's so what it will provide is what makes it worth doing. And then this question we got to ask this question. What do you need from me to give me what I'm asking for? Mm. So, and you and really, this is important. You want to hope the answer isn't nothing. Mm. We think we want the answer to be nothing because we think we want them to self-generate everything we just asked for, but the odds of them being able to self-generate something they don't need. Mm. But they're giving to you, the odds of them being able to do that are very low. Yeah.
0: That's
1: and, and it's not because they're bad. It's because mm-hmm. of the way their brains are wired, right? The, that focus. So, and they don't know when we need these things. They don't know when you <laughs> want the trash to be taken out. They don't know <laughs> when you want your back rubbed. Yeah. So they'll rub your back when you don't want your back rubbed and then you're mad, right? They don't know when you want the coffee made, when you want the bath drawn, when you want to be listened to, when you want to be left alone. They don't know when. Yeah. Yes. So if we tell them what we need and we don't have a whole long history because of my 15 year history of this, no, this is what I need. This is what it looks like. This is what it will provide is how to make a difference. And then asking, what do you need to give me what I'm asking for? And if he says, tell me, tell me when you want your bankrupt." Mm-hmm. I, I, I asked my boyfriend, I didn't divorce my husband. He passed away. Mm-hmm. I asked my boyfriend, how do I initiate sex with you? <laughs> he said, just say, can we have sex? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, when should I ask you? Can we have sex? When you want to have sex? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I like, simple have for them. Tomorrow at three yeah. o'clock? Yeah. Yes. Can we have sex tomorrow at three o'clock? Yes, we can. <laughs> well, that was easy. And yeah. What Greg said when I said I need it, right? When I told Greg about affection and I need it every night and and, you know, and he was up for it. And I said, what do you need to give me what you're asking for? This changed the rest of our lives together. He said, mm. I need you to come get it. Mm. And I realized that at that time of day, when he's, his systems are crashing, because he has a different, had a different circadian rhythm than me, I'm like busy bee doing all these things. I'm alive and awake he'd have to lasso me to pay me attention, Mm, right? right. To give me affection, he would have to catch me. Mm -hmm. So he said, come get it. Yeah. Forevermore, I just, whenever I wanted affection, I just had to come get it. Yeah. Can I have a hug? Can Mm. I, literally, I mean, two grown people, I'd say, can I sit in your lap? Mm. And he'd push his chair back from his computer and i get to sit in his lap. Mm. (laughs) How beautiful. So... So whatever the answer is to what do you need for me to give you what I'm asking for? And it's often going to be a when. And it could be I need you to show me how to do that, which we might we might think I got to show you how to fry an egg. (laughs) I got to show you. Right. But they want to they want to win a thousand points. They want to do it really well. Yeah. And especially if they get credit for however well they did it. If they're, I'm like, honey, that's. thank you so much for cooking me that egg. Oh my gosh, it changed my whole day. Really? Yes. Well, how can I cook it better? Yeah. Well, actually, now that you ask, there, there's something I could show you that would make it even better. Okay, show me. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, men move, men move from wind to wind. Yes. You cut them down, you idiot. You've lived with me for 10 years and you, mm. you haven't noticed every morning I make a scrambled egg yeah. and you give me over easy. That was gross. Mm. No more eggs will come. The end of making eggs. The end. That's how we kill it. The end. Mm. Greg ended up changing so many more diapers than I did because he never lost at changing diapers mm. i would just be like ah oh, thank you so much for changing the diaper yeah. and i would notice it was kind of falling apart and I, <laughs> and i just would be so happy and then <laughs> one day he came to me and he said you know um when you change claire's diapers she has fewer blowouts than when <laughs> i change her diaper could you change teach me how to how to do it better oh i'd be happy to yeah. Thank you so much for asking. And then I showed him how to keep all the poop from leaking out. <laughs> but he came in his yes. own time, right? Yes. I was, yeah. I wasn't. I'd had a child before. He hadn't, right? Mm. So they move from win to win, and this is new to both of you, right? Or maybe it's been going on for ten years. Do you know? And like, okay, I have some new information to give you and I'm committed to you winning. Let's practice saying that word, win. Mm -hmm. I want you to win. I want to set you up to win. Yeah. (laughs) Could I set you up to win?
0: Yeah,
1: sure. (laughs) Exactly. It's one of their, it's one of their characteristics, Mm -hmm. right? Winning. Mm -hmm. Um, being competitive mm-hmm. and wanting to win we mostly make fun of them for it yeah it's one of the things to make the most out of because they they will do so much to win yes. do you know and like we have a course where we have women distinguish what makes a man the right person for them mm-hmm. and everything they need him to be and women who are married or engaged like oh my god how am I going to tell him these things he's not that i'd rather be alone than be with someone who's not that Mm. and i and i model it for them honey i made a list of 20 things i really need from my partner from Mm. you Mm. and you're 17 of them can i tell you what they are and the difference they make in my life well sure and then you say, well, you're this and you do this and it makes this difference. And you're this and you do this. And it makes this difference. You tell him all 17 of them. What is he going to say at the end? What he are the, the three I'm not? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I want to know. He's going to want to know. So <laughs> what are the other three? Because he wants to be them. Yes. Right? Yes. Like, That's
0: <laughs> wait right. A second,
1: I just got, I just got, you know, <laughs> 93 points. Like, wait, let's see if there were 20 and I got 17 that I missed. Oh, I missed nine points. I'm only an A a minus. <laughs> I don't want to be an A minus. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Again, they move from win to win. They move mm. from points to points from, from appreciation to appreciation. And yeah. and we have to give them clues. We got to yeah. say, okay, a cliff is in that direction, and and this is paradise, right? <laughs> Do you want to head off the cliff and go boom, <laughs> or? So we work towards paradise if we yeah. just do this like this if you just said it like this oh and then when they make the adjustment they got to get a lot of points for making the adjustment mm-hmm. and then they'll pay attention to adjustments and they'll keep making adjustments they're really amazing in their desire to provide it's mm. just it blows my mind yeah wow i i i
0: I've been nodding the whole time because you know, like I think any woman would be sitting here going, I get what you're saying, you know, and it's so true. Because, you know, I, I remember thinking that, you know, especially the question, I thought that was really, really important because, like I said, I had to wait, unfortunately, to or fortunately to get cancer to start saying, this is what I need. And it was so sad because I waited for that to happen, for me to want my needs and to be met. Like you said, to ask the right questions or to say the right answers you know and you know the first thing I remember is when I got diagnosed it was that whole please do not ask me please do not treat me like I'm dying I'm not dead you're not at my funeral you know so relax about that but the, the other thing was is exactly what you said unless you, you you automatically say to yourself if I say I want this it's because I know he's going to be able to say yes to that and you really put them in a small box and you don't allow them to provide for you you don't allow them to grow for you because you've put them in a box where it's well I have seen him take out the trash so he's just good enough for that but it's like no if you actually ask the right questions or say like you said you know you know um, if I could have it all my way you know things like that and go and then say what it was and like you said I I see that when I say something to my husband and I see I see him brighten up as opposed to him saying to me you're criticizing and it's like okay you know so we're at that stage in our relationship where he could say oh I'm I'm sensing a criticism and I'm like oh okay that's wrong, you know. Um, and so things like that, it's just so Wonderful. I can, yeah. Yeah. So we say the other thing, My uh, the only thing that made me laugh is I said, you can't use that. That's mine is because sometimes he says, Grace, I'm not a hairy woman. And I'm like, that's mine. Don't you dare take that. From me. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> and I have to laugh because, <laughs> but now I get it. I understand. And like I said, you know, your yeah. book's completely completely i'm i honestly i fair enough if i said oh i'm just gonna you know contact Alice and see how we go but i did read them you can tell that they're being read look at that you can tell so that i've got those uh a little piggy
1: but, but even my cat you have little markings on there. i know look
0: even my cat bit the corner look at that <laughs> so but you know yes. and i just think to myself yes. that is so good because like i said that and and everything you've said is when I say it's simplified it's not that it's simple it's simplified it's not easy but like I'm not going to sit here and go oh any man and anyone can do it no you need to be able to change you want to be the person that changes for yourself and the other person of course but when you look at the what you were just explaining it makes sense it does make sense you know, but it's a matter of, like we say, and like you, you, you in the book, you, you, uh, the character, the main character, writer of these books, what she does is she reminds the women not to use what she learns against them, and I thought that is so true because you don't want to read something or learn something and say, well, I'm going to throw this at you, and like I was saying just before we started. I don't judge anyone. I understand them, and especially men, and the, the you know the page, the knight, the well, especially the knight, the prince, and the king. When I say my husband's a king, it's not because I'm trying to put him up on a pedestal. He's reached that level in his life. However, having said that, we're going back into our because we've lost all our, we've lost our business and everything. So we're going backwards into the entrepreneur. And it's like, don't spend all that money. So I understood when you said that, which is (laughs) great, because then it's like, well, he's not in the night, but he's in the prince back. And and I know that they flow in and out. Night? Would he still be in
1: the prince? Can I straighten that out? Absolutely, please. Yeah, Tony doesn't teach that correctly. No, right. He, does, he doesn't. Okay. So, I mean, I, I love him. And he's taught <laughs> hundreds of thousands of people the information I've developed over 30 years. Mm. And what's your husband's first name? Rodolfo. Rodolfo. Mm. So it's trickier because Rodolfo is a king. Mm-hmm. He's clear about who he is. He yes. knows what he'll do and won't do. He's not highly adaptable. He's mm-hmm. formed. He's a baked yes. cake, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he lost a significant part of his kingdom. Mm-hmm. Ah, he didn't lose okay. his. He, right. he didn't lose his queen. No, but he lost a significant part of his kingdom that allows him to provide for himself and his queen, and now he has to rebuild. But he he. But he, he has to rebuild as a king, which means he already knows there's more to life than building.
0: Yes,
1: <laughs> yes. Right? yes, It means he doesn't have that intense, high testosterone level drive to build 24-7, but he might need to build 24-7. Yeah. So what he's going to need as a king to rebuild, he's going to need more appreciation than a prince would need. Mm-hmm. he's gonna need more space yes right for what yes. he's <laughs> willing and not willing to do yes but he's still a king he's just a king who has to rebuild his kingdom and that's it's hard but he he does not revert to a man who is not sure about who he is no no princes are true. not sure about who they are yes yeah so he doesn't they don't revert and right. they're always some part night they're Always some part needing adventure, Mm -hmm. needing challenge, needing competition, right? And that Mm -hmm. you can actually employ. Okay, so Rodolfo, we've got to rebuild this. What would make it exciting? What would make it Mm -hmm. fun? What would make it a challenge worth taking on? Yeah, right? Worth doing. What would make it what would make this worth doing? And those kinds of things can pull on the night energy, right? Which is, which is a potent, powerful energy, and it can empower him as a king to rebuild. But he's never going to be a prince no, again. No,
0: that's so true. You Thank can't. you. Yeah,
1: that is that is true.
0: Yeah. That is true. That is, you, you just... You just put the bow on it because that is so true because he knows who he is. He's, you know, I, I, I actually told him about you and I would love for you to be on his podcast one day um, and things like that, because as I said, he uses your book as well. Um, you know when he has clients, especially the male clients, because his his clients range from eighteen all the way to sixty five. So there's that. So he, again, it's not for him to sit there and go, "Let me tell you where you're at," but it just helps him better understand. Um, and I think I think yeah. anyone. I, these books I highly 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 recommend them like I said out of the you know like we both said we love Tony um but I always write down authors that he mentions and I'm always like okay let's see and when I read that I couldn't put i I actually read this one here while because it was our summer and I read it in the beach I read it while I was in the water in the ocean like lucky <laughs> I didn't wet it but that's how much yeah. <laughs> I couldn't put it down. I was like awesome. I need to know some more. So, but it's a good reminder. It is a great it's reminder true. too. So, and I think like you put it all, you know, I had so I mean, I wasn't I wasn't doodling. I was actually writing um, you know, I was taking notes and things like that for myself yes, because amazing. I just thought it, it is like I said it's so true what you just said is so true. And I know that there's and I understand why women put their men down and it's not because they mean to, it's because they're not understanding. They're not communicating
1: with the right language. Can, can I address that in something sure. else that you say? Yes, absolutely. Um, so I love that Rodolfo speaks up when something seems like criticism. Mm. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. The first time, the first time my boyfriend did that, I thought it was hot, right? <laughs> like, I was devastated that the Alison Armstrong said something that sounded like criticism and, yeah. and was ecstatic that he said what he said.
0: Yeah.
1: And when you, what you said when you were relaying that was, oh yeah, that was wrong, right? Mm. To criticize him was wrong. It's, it's not wrong. Okay. It's just ineffective. Right? Criticism, women criticize because criticism changes women. Mm. It's a very quick way to change behavior in women. It's a very quick way to change behavior in men, but it won't change it in the way that we want. Yeah. It will just have them keep their distance from us. Mm. It won't have them do something different. Does that does that make sense? That does make a lot of sense. Absolutely. Thank you for that. Yeah. And so... Yeah, so it's just, it does, it won't produce the result. It will produce the opposite of what we want. So it's better to not do it. Yeah. Now, we criticize, usually criticism is means you're late in the game, right? So instead of telling someone what you need and what it would look like and asking them for it mm-hmm. and what do they need and being in partnership about it, Criticism is, why didn't you do that? Yeah. Like it's, it's already when the thing is in the past. Yes. Why, you, why didn't you do that, you idiot, right? Mm. And and so it's just, it's not effective. And it presumes that men's awareness is the same as ours or that women's awareness is the same as men. And our brains are not configured the same. Mm. We literally don't have the same vision. I mean it's like right. our eyes don't work the same mm, way. Yeah. So um, and the other thing that you said is you didn't speak up about what you needed to Rodolfo until until you had breast cancer. Yeah. And you're you're actually lucky because as human beings, we don't we don't usually speak up about what we need until our anger at not getting it is greater Mm. than the fear of speaking up. Yeah. So, so the Mm. urgency of the need that breast cancer brought to you, had you speak up sooner than you would have. Yes. And the problem with most of us not speaking up until the anger is bigger than the fear is Greg said this to me. He said, honey, no matter how logical what you need is, when you act, when you tell me about it in anger, the anger forever colors mm. what you need, and I can't do it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So when we wait till we're so pissed and steam's coming out of our ears, I need you to win. Mm we finally copped up, coughed up the important information, but now we've we poisoned it. It's a, yes. it's a poison dart and they, they can't, they have to protect themselves from that. Yes. So that's why it matters. The sooner you can say, the kinder you can say. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan and I practice, like it's one of the things I love about him. He picked up on it so fast. if I had it all my way or he'll say so if you had it all your way he asked me so what what would we do if you had it all your way and and we we exchange this information even when it's like silly seems silly or vulnerable or afraid the other person wouldn't like it do you know we still cough it up and it's such a kindness but it's over here in this domain it is a Victory to just say, I need. Yeah. In Own Your Ultimatums, which is on our website, to say, I, another alternative is to say, I require. Mm. This is what I require. Yeah. And that word seems to, and I didn't know it when I wrote the Queen's Code, <laughs> to say, I require this, it disconnects something that happens for at least 20% of men. Excuse me, which is that you can only say I need it if I'll die without it. Mm. So if you say Mm. I require it, to them, that's just a very clean and simple statement. Don't say because and justify it. Yes, yes, of course. Right. So Mm. with what I'm dealing with right now in restoring my health completely, what I there are things I notice I require that I didn't need before. and. Of these things that I require, I'd love to know which ones you're willing to provide and I'll set you up to win and I want to know what you need from me so you can win at it. Yeah. So when would be a good time to tell you three things that I notice I require now that I didn't ever before? Wow. That is so good. I require, love that. <laughs> I, I require is a good one. It's, I think it's, so. Um, mm, what we've noticed since we started using it, which was just like a year and a half ago Mm -hmm. is it's clean. Yes. It's very clean. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is that require always has a for what I require this in order to, Mm. I require this in order to save my energy for healing my body. I require this in order to be able to mentally deal with, what this ordeal is like for me wow right i require i require this in order to be able to give you that so wow when the people in your life are saying they need something look to see what do i need to give them what they're asking for don't just suck it up and sacrifice Mm, that's right and you don't have to just say no to it right if your impulse is to say no go okay That was a scary thing they said they needed. Under what circumstances could I do that? And it wouldn't be scary. In fact, I'd even like to provide that for them. Oh, if I could provide that at eight o'clock in the morning instead of eight o'clock at night, Mm. (laughs) I'd have sex with you every Every morning at eight (laughs) o'clock. Every night at eight o'clock? No, (laughs) no, No. I
0: gotta go to sleep. (laughs) Alison, I know you got to leave because you've got other commitments, but. Thank you. I could, I could listen to you all day or night. If you ever have any, um, you know, events that you come out to Australia, I'll be there with my hands up. Um, I'm hoping to come to the U S sometime this year. So if you've got anything happening, I'd love to see you as well, but I'd be definitely following you for everyone else. um, You know, I, I will put all the links and everything for your website on this podcast, but I appreciate you. And I thank you so much for being on my podcast.
1: You're really welcome. I... Um, it's a privilege to help. It's a privilege. Really, thank you for the opportunity to, to just to help in such a sensitive area at a sensitive time. And, you know, as you've proven, you can grow closer as a result of it. It can be a beginning, not an end. And, and good job you. And and you know where to send Rodolfo to, if he wants to schedule me on this I, podcast. So I'll I'll have a whole be, I will I probably be in the background listening
0: in again, <laughs> taking an extra <laughs> couple of thousand notes. Awesome. Thank you so much. Much blessing to you, <laughs> okay. and um, I hope to see you Mwah. soon. Okay. Wow. Thank you so much. Bye, Elizabeth. Thank you so much for joining me. I know you could have chosen any other show to spend your time with today and I'm really grateful and humble that you've chosen me instead. And I hope I've been able to serve you in any way. You know, I hope this will become your go-to place to help you heal, feel supported and discover yourself along your hero's journey. And if this episode helped you today, please subscribe and share it with someone you know that would benefit from this. As I've learned about my hero's journey through breast cancer, nothing we receive is for us to keep but to be shared. And I hope I can serve you further by sharing some of the tools I've learned along the way. And it's hard for me to share it all in one simple episode. So if you go to www.theangelsofgrace.me forward slash resources right now, you can find a collection of tools that might be exactly what you need to take you on your hero's journey. And given that I don't know if you're listening to this podcast at the start, the middle or the end of the day, I want to wish you an amazing morning, an amazing afternoon or an amazing evening. I am Grace DeAngeli and you listen to the Breast Cancer Hero's Journey podcast. Thanks again for being here. Much love and light.